Turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 25. The title of the message is Giving It to God. Matthew chapter 6 verse 25. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, what you shall drink, nor yet for your body what you shall put on. Is not the life more than the meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? Which, which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or... Wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof." Let's thank God for this word this morning. Father, we come to you once again. Lord, I just thank you for this word, and I ask that you just bless it right now as it goes forth. I ask that you begin to prepare the hearts and minds of those that are here to receive it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, most of us have worried about something at one time or another. It may have been money. It may have been family problems or uh, problems on your job. Whatever. Relationships. You, you've worried about something. But this scripture is telling us that we shouldn't be worried about anything. Now, I want to clarify something. You know, this scripture tells us to take no thought for any of these things. And it would be real easy for you to misinterpret that as to mean don't, don't prepare wisely or don't you know don't save any money or or don't uh, make plans ahead of time and that's not what he's saying in fact if you read the bible and you begin to understand a little bit about god's character is he wants you to be a good steward of the things you have and take care of things and and make wise decisions and plans but what he's trying to tell you is Quit worrying about stuff because worrying about it doesn't do anything. And that one verse there, he says, which one of you by worrying about something can make a difference? He said, he's actually used the words, add one cubit to your stature, talking about can you make yourself any taller or make yourself any more important? Can you solve this problem somehow by worrying about it? All it does is create more problems for you, doesn't it? So, like I said, the title this morning is Giving It to God. 
Why is it that Jesus was trying to teach us not to worry? Well, first, like I just said, because nothing's going to be improved by you worrying about it. But second, and the thing I really want to focus on is that we should give everything to God. If everything we have belongs to God, then it's not our concern anymore. And let me give you an example of this. Let's say you borrow somebody's car. Now typically if I borrow something to somebody, I, I try to give it back to them in as good a shape as I took it. And you know, if I borrow somebody's car and I drive to town and back, and I'm probably going to put some gas in it to replace what I used. But you know, I'm probably not going to go have the oil changed or tires rotated or something like that because that's not my car. That's not my responsibility to handle the routine maintenance. So think about that in terms of your possessions, your family, everything you have. If you give it to God, it's God's responsibility to worry about it. Not that He worries. But it's not to say you're not supposed to take care of your stuff. Just like when you borrow something from somebody else, you take care of it. It's my responsibility to take care of my, my kids and my family. But you know what? They belong to God. When, when there is a need that needs to be met, it's God's responsibility to meet that need, not mine. Now, y'all hear what I'm saying? This is, this is a, a, a good way for you to release some of the heavy burden you have in your life. Because a lot of the things that burden you down are not even your problem when you give them to God. When you give it to God, it's not your responsibility to worry about where am I going to get a job. It's not your responsibility to worry about where am I going to have the money to provide food for my family. Because it's not yours. It's God's. Who better to trust with taking care of something than God? You know, I think uh, that's yet one more reason why Jesus was teaching this. Because when we begin to worry about something and we try to take care of it on our own, we're pretty much telling God, we don't trust you to handle this. Have y'all ever heard the saying, if you want something done right, do it yourself? Well, that saying ought to be, if you want something done right, give it to God. Because who's going to do it right? You know, I I use that at work a lot of time. I don't really tell people that, but I'm thinking it. If, If I want this thing done right, I'll just do it myself. That way I don't have to worry about somebody else messing it up. Why is that? Because I don't trust them to do it. Because I think I can do it better than they can. Have you all ever thought that those times that you're sitting there worrying about something, 
and you're just plotting and trying to figure out all these ways of how you're going to handle these problems, that you're not trusting God and you're basically saying, I think I can do it better than you can, God. I'm, I can handle this one on my own. You don't even know what you're talking about. I, I, I'm, I'm down here. I'm in the middle of this. I know what this situation requires. And I don't trust you to handle it. Now, when you put things in a different light sometimes, it changes the way you feel about it, don't it? You know, it's hard for me to turn some things over to other people. It's real hard, especially in my job. I just, you know, especially when it's something you've worked on and you've invested a lot of time in. Or like your kids, you spend a lot of time trying to teach them right. It's just hard to turn them over to somebody else. But listen, we're talking about, we're not talking about somebody that lives down the street or somebody else at work that works in a different uh, uh, department. Or, I mean, we're not talking about people. We're talking about the creator of the universe. The one that designed you. He knows how you are. He, he, he planned out your life before you were ever born. He knew what you were going to encounter. He knows the way to fix your problems. When you trust Him, listen, do you believe that God can provide for you? Do you believe that God can meet your needs? If you don't, why do we pray and ask God to heal somebody? Why do we go to God in prayer before we do anything in our church service? It's because we trust God to handle all of that. But you know what? You can trust God not only when it comes time to pray for somebody to be healed, but you can trust Him when you don't know if you got enough gas to get to work. You can trust Him when you ain't sure you got enough money to pay your bills. You can trust Him even when all of that stuff's taken care of. You can trust God. You can, you can believe that anything you give to Him, you put it in His lap. That he's faithful to handle it. Another analogy I thought of was who would you prefer to work on your car? An automobile mechanic or a lawnmower mechanic? Now, you know, I've seen some people that would just call themselves mechanics that could probably fix any problem. But when you don't know what somebody's capable of, you kind of have to go with the title. So, the best decision would be to to put your trust in somebody that claims to be an automobile mechanic to fix a car. You wouldn't go trust somebody that works on little five horsepower motors to fix your car. So, you need to look at your own life for that same thing. Who's more qualified? Are you more qualified to handle your problems? Or is God? Who got you into the problem? You know, it ain't always the case. It ain't always me that causes the problem, but most of the time it is. I haven't seen one time yet that 
God caused a problem in my life. Everything that God's ever done for me, the Word says that every good and perfect thing comes from God. It didn't say all the things that cause you problems. Every good and perfect thing. That's what the Word tells us. Now listen, if, that, if you know anything about God, and part of reading His Word is learning about who God is, if you know anything about Him, you'll know that He's faithful. <clears throat> Another problem with worry is that when you worry about worldly things, it distracts you from seeking God first. Because, listen, that, that Scripture tells us to seek first the kingdom of God. That should be our, our only concern. Now, listen, when God tells you this kind of stuff, it ain't just because it sounds good. And He don't tell you this kind of stuff to, to somehow condemn you for wanting to enjoy something. But what He's telling you is the only thing that you should be concerned about in your life is seeking the kingdom of God. And when you put that first, when that is the major concern in your life, He's saying, give me everything else. You just take care of seeking me and finding me what my will is. Give me everything else and I'll handle it. That don't mean you don't have to still pay your bills. You still got to send the payment to them. You still got to handle all the little... Um, I don't even know a good word right now, but you've got to take care of the business. You've got to make sure it happens. But God's going to provide the way to do it. So you don't have to worry about it. When the bill says it's due on the 25th and you're sitting there on the 24th wondering where you're going to get the money, give it to God. And you know what? When the 25th rolls around, it's still not too late to give it to God. When the 26th hits and you still don't have money, it's still not too late to give it to God. You give it to Him, He can make ways where there is no way. Not trusting God to provide and handle all your worldly concerns is a sign that you don't trust God and think you can do but do it better. And I already, already mentioned that. Um, one of the parts of this Scripture that I really want to point out is where it says, take no thought for your life. You know, we spend a lot of time worrying about our own life. And most of us here if put in the right position, would give anything to keep our life. But, you know, and I'm not preaching against doctors today. Doctors are great, for the most part. But, (laughs) I'm glad we don't have any doctors here. But, you know, we spend a lot of effort. We put a lot of effort into trying to lengthen our life. You know, this is just not where I want to spend my eternity. I'm not trying to tell y'all that I hope I die tomorrow, because I don't, but what I'm trying to say is that this, this Scripture is telling you to not worry about your life. It didn't say you shouldn't diet and exercise properly. I'm not preaching against that. But it says don't worry about your life. 
Don't worry about losing your life. Because what's the Word tell us? To be absent from this life is to be present with God. What is there to worry about? You know, we may have aches and pains. You may have illnesses. You may have to spend time in the hospital. You may have to go through all kinds of things. But listen, I'm not worried about increasing my days on this earth. I'm going to put that in God's hands. And if it's His desire that I spend another 60, 70 years or however long on this earth, then that's fine. Because that's His plan. That's His provision. But if it's His desire and His plan that I don't, then great. Because that's that much sooner I'm going to be with Him. We spend a lot of time worrying about that. God, He doesn't put this stuff in here just to fill up the pages. It's there for a reason. When He says, take no thought for your life, He knew that's a problem. Because we spend so much time worrying about that kind of thing. <clears throat> you know, there's advancements in medicine and all, and all this all the time. But when you start to take that kind of stuff into your own hands, and you're not trusting God with increasing or shortening your days. You may end up spending more time here than you needed to because you're clinging so tightly to this life. You know, I, I want to handle my, my life as loosely as I can because this Scripture tells us, where, where is your treasure? You know, where, where are you putting all your... Where are you storing up all your goods at? I, I don't want to hang on to this thing any more than I have to. Just whatever it takes to, to get, get by and accomplish what it is God wants me to do, that's, that's all I want. I don't want no more of it. Turn to Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the church of Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Now you hear this scripture a lot, but I want you to think about this in a little bit different light today. We always think about how great God can do things. And this Scripture says that He's able to do exceeding abundantly above what you can ask or think. But I want you to think about this today, that God can do things in such a way that sometimes He can give you things you didn't know you wanted. And He can sometimes bless you in ways that you never had dreamed that that, that was the way that you wanted to be blessed. So, with, with that thought in mind, I want you to think again about, about what you've given to God in your life. Sometimes we don't give things to God because we think, well, this thing is insignificant. It really don't mean much to me. 
So I'll just deal with that. You know, not not a big problem. But what you need to be thinking is, if I give this to God, what's He going to do with it? How is He going to take that little thing that that just seems like it's nothing and turned it into something that I didn't even know I wanted? You know, have y'all ever seen God move like that in your life? You ever seen Him take something and just and just bless you somehow that you're like, man, I didn't even know, I, didn't, I couldn't even see it coming. I didn't even know that that was a need that I had or a desire. But but God does. You know, sometimes our our needs and our desires change based on experiences we have. But God sees past all that. He can see into the future. He knows He knows what we're going to have need of. So it's important that we trust God with every everything. Just turn it over to Him. <clears throat> you know, a lot of people save for retirement, and I'm, I save for retirement also. They put money in there every week, you know. But have y'all ever seen somebody that that had many hundreds of thousands of dollars saved? And they're just worrying about whether that's going to be enough. And you know, their their argument's valid. The way the economy's going, a hundred thousand dollars ten years from now ain't going to be much compared to what it is now. And it's you look back over the past, you'll see the same pattern, and it's just continuing to go that route. And you know, you spend all this time saving this money, and you. You have these plans of how you're going to retire and you're going to be able to have enough money to get by for a certain number of years and you won't have to work and this and that. But you end up worrying and fretting about that kind of thing because you're trusting in the value of that money. You're not trusting in the provision of God. And I'm not trying to tell anybody here today that you shouldn't save money. You shouldn't save for retirement. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm trying to tell you is you just do your best and let God handle the rest. You seek the kingdom of God first and you know there comes a time when saving and having a bunch saved up really don't mean much. There comes a time when it's a whole lot... You feel a whole lot better when you just give it to somebody. Because you're not putting your faith and trust in the almighty dollar. You're putting your faith and trust in God. And you know that even though you're giving up this money right now, God is going to still provide a way. You know, I've got quite a ways before I reach retirement. And I don't know if I ever will retire. I really don't I don't care at this point, honestly. It's not that I don't look forward to a time when I don't have to go to work every day. But it's just not my concern. Because I'm trusting God to handle that. Now, I'm putting some money back. I'm saving. But I hadn't sat down and done any calculations to find out what I'm going to have when I reach a certain age. I don't care. Because I trust God with it. That's all we can do is just put our best foot forward. And by that, I mean seek the kingdom of God first. When that's the most important thing in your life. Is, is finding His will for your life, making sure that, that the kingdom is growing every day. That's where we got to be putting our faith in. 
That's where we've got to be putting our savings in is, is investing in, in other people and trying to make sure that, that there's more coming in. You know, I don't know a whole lot about accounting and that kind of thing, but I know there's a principle when you're running a business that you want to make sure there's more coming in than there is going out. And that principle holds true for God's kingdom. I want to make sure there's more coming in than going out. We've got to be sure that we turn it all over to God. You know, it's easy to say that. It's easy to say, I'm going to trust God for everything. I'm going to give it to Him. But... I guarantee you some of the, some of you guys here today, and I probably will too, before you get home, you're going to pick some of it back up. And you're going to think, I can, I can do it this way, or, or you know, we got this such and such going on to this week. We're going to have this problem and this problem. We ain't paid this bill. And, you know, before you know it, you're going to be worrying about it again. But the next time it happens, I want there to be this thought that comes up in your mind. Who can do it better? You are God. Who are you going to trust? Are you going to trust your feeble intelligence? Your limited capacity? Are you going to trust the one that knows everything? The one that has everything? The one that has power over everything? 